man, first time in the, in my life people paying attention to me. You know, they finally like see me for who I am. And I got this acne. And then like some days, like I literally couldn't even leave the house. The big decision, life-changing decision, was when you made a trip to Armenia, right? Yeah. Tell I had, us about um, that. I was in Armenia. It was an amazing trip. And I remember I was at Garni Temple. Something washed over me when I was there. And I just, it's time. It's time for you to just do what you need to do. I mean, it was kind of funny when I left the business, you know, I went, told my uncle, hey, you know, just can't do this anymore. Like, there's nothing really keeping me here as far as future plans for me at this business. I have this other business on the side that, like, I took a hit on last year and I need to focus mm -hmm. on and take care of. And I told him, like, I could stick around and help with the transition, whatever. He was like, you could leave whenever. Which I know is kind of, sound kind of dry too, but in his defense, you know, like, my uncle's a good guy and he's real sensitive. I'm not going to take it personal. He wanted to be short about it. I get it. An emotional story turned into a business, a successful one. The bullying motivated him to really be a self-made scientist and to what today is Gaffer and Child, a company that was highlighted in Forbes, LA Times, and GQ magazine. Grigor, as you recently heard, made some tough decisions to where he is today. He was at a crossroads in his life, passionate about skincare, but also passionate about helping his uncle's business. Here's a story and journey on Grigor Madikins and Gaffer and Child. Enjoy. Grigor Madikins, Gaffer and Child. What does Gaffer and Child mean, by the way? Gaffer is a guide, and we like to say we help guide people, help them to reveal their inner light, because we see the beauty inside everybody. You did that to my face. Yeah. You came here and brought me some stuff. You've got this scrub that is seriously incredible. And I'm not just saying this because you're sitting in front of me, but that thing is legit. Thank you. you. Told me to use it two, three times a week. I've used it so far three times in maybe two weeks. And every time I use it, I get excited. Awesome. We'll talk about that later in the show. We also have a promo code, a serious promo code for whoever's listening to use as well, which is a big one. Listen, your story is really good. And Thank you. we're going to do our best to give it to the people listening. Let's start where we met. We met in elementary school or wherever it was, but it was a time where... You were kind of insecure with yourself, right? Your weight. Yeah, I remember I was a I was a chubby bunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even think you were that fat, dude. Or I mean, chubby maybe, but I don't think it was I, ever a time. I don't remember. Were we making fun of you? No, 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 no. It wasn't something. It wasn't that at all. You know, I think we talked about it. I was like, I always felt like the kid with the scarlet letter. Oh, kids knew like my mom and dad were like having their stuff. As a kid, being in the middle of that, you're teased about it at school. Stuff would come up. So, yeah, it was hard being growing up in that scene. And then we left and we went to another school after. I went to an elementary school and it was interesting. That was another interesting experience. So you go from one school, then you go to other school. And this was like a Lutheran school. And I remember at the time over there, I was teased a lot about being chubby. So... You know, you're a young kid growing up, you're shopping in the husky section, <laughs> you know, everyone at school knows like your dirty laundry, like they know your story, they're talking about you, you know, 
So then you go to this other school, you think it's going to be okay. Now you're the weird Armenian kid because no one even knows what an Armenian is. They're <laughs> but this is way before the Kardashians. So now everybody's yeah, aware now of Yeah, now everyone's Armenian. like, oh, it's cool to be. Ar- everybody's it's- like, now I want to be Armenian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what want a big ass? So I want a beard, dude. Everyone has beards now. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. We were all born with beards, us Armenians. Yeah. Okay, so you go to you go to these schools, three schools, I believe, in like five years or something like that, right? Yeah, we moved around a lot, and then I think it was a lot too because I came from the East Coast, and on in the East Coast, I was in Long Island going to school. Left that school to come to LA, go to that Armenian school. You're getting and different personalities, different kids, different. Yeah, always like adjusting as i'm growing up it's either like oh this is going on with your parents or oh you're chubby what was it after lutheran school my parents really loved me so they put me in an all-guy catholic school Mm. (laughs) (laughs) remember that i do yeah oh that can't be fun it was good i'll tell you uh the guys there they were growing up i feel like there was definitely a brotherhood coming from that school and a lot of the guys i still talk to as well in the beginning it was kind of tough but yeah i was there and then when i started i was chubby over there too so people had jokes okay now you're chubby you lose your weight you get detention from girls and then you have an acne issue yeah yeah that's what happened. It's we're there, Bosco Tech. One day I'm like, I get into fitness, I shed the baby fat. So like I start getting attention from girls. And like I think I was telling you too last time I was a late bloomer. So I have like these girls that were like into me and I was scared. Like I didn't know what to do because until then, like no one paid attention to me. No real experience. You don't know what to do. No yeah. one. Yeah. So that happened and then acne started setting in and I got real self-conscious and I was just, man, first time in the, in my life people paying attention to me. You know, they finally like see me for who I am. And I got this acne and then like some days like I literally couldn't even leave the house. Mm-hmm. Like it was bad. I was so desperate to fix it at that age. I was like going to Rite Aid. I was like this kid in East LA, you know, with bad skin. All I had around me was a Rite Aid. No one knows what organics like. Bunch of chemicals and everything on shelves. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so distant from everything. So I'm doing like Clearasil religiously, like just destroying my skin, like destroying it. And finally put myself on to the point where I have to go to the doctor because now I have cystic acne. I'm on doxycycline and all these other medications. So I'm on these medications. I'm taking them and it makes things better, right? Like at the time I was like into veganism and my diet was clean. And I I started thinking a little bit about like prolonged exposure to like medications and what could happen. And I remember we were growing up surfing. So I was always getting burnt on the parts of my body where my wetsuit wouldn't cover, but like bad burns, like I'd get red. Um, And that was because of the medication. So I wanted to get off of it and I just couldn't because everything around me sucked. Even the organic stuff at the time, they were saying it was organic, but it was like watered down. It's not just about clean ingredients. It's also about quality of ingredients. Like organic does matter. And aside from being plant-based, like there's a lot of lines out there that are vegan. And I think some people think vegan means healthy, but they got vegan burgers at, what is it? Burger King now, right? Yeah. The Impossible Burger. Impossible too. Burger. Yeah. 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 You know, when you were 16, it kind of started the acne, but you were conscious enough to know that there were a lot of chemicals in the products you were taking. It was ruining your skin and you wanted to do something about it yourself, right? And I you wasn't. Kinda, it was It was kind of... So that is part of... Um, glad you brought that up. That's, that's part of the journey actually was. You know, I was on this medication. I was trying to get myself off of the prescription medication. 
And what happened is I was trying to go to organic products. And that's when I started paying attention to labels and seeing what was in there. And then I started being a little bit more discerning with my labels. And it was when I really cleaned up my routine is when I started seeing results. What what type of routine? Skincare routine. So like the products I was using, I was generally like mixing my own stuff right. or I had a little bit of my own thing going on. And it was kind of like my secret stash. And there's something that that is to be said about like some days when people have hard days and they don't want to leave the house. That ritual is actually what helps you get out of bed. Listen, much. the mental wellness stuff. Yeah. I was going to mention right now because the bullying happens every day around the world. And there's kids who want to kill themselves because right. they get bullied. You went through something similar. I want to make sure that whoever's listening and getting bullied isn't going to go the the negative way, unlike yourself. You went the positive way. You went the other way. And you were saying to yourself, wait, it's so, I mean, they're making fun of me. Yeah, but I'm good. let me try to do something about it. You know, and you did. You went and you basically became a self-made scientist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, putting your stuff together. Well, it wasn't just that. It was kind of my whole thing was, you know, I grew up and all of a sudden here I am I'm at this age. And for whatever we're doing out there in the world, I'm getting some sort of attention. Right. But like, this is me, man. This is who I've always been. I wish we all would treat each other that way all the time. I think that's super important. I think that is also something in my life that has helped me a lot in my success and on my journey is because I had that experience growing up, I'm always very conscious of how I am and how I interact with people. Mm -hmm. So I'm always respectful and I always really honor, you know, I think we were talking last time you were like telling me, you know, what would you tell yourself if you were looking at yourself as a kid? And I said, like, you're starshine because we are, we're all connected. And a lot of times like growing up in our circles and like through different environments through high school or college or whatever a lot of people like categorize and like to separate because of a fear that maybe they might see in themselves but like the truth is like we need to honor each other's presence our beams inside mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you're at 16 years old you're putting some stuff together and yeah mixing um, how was your skin after you were doing all that did you see a difference yeah so with and i'll tell you like everything else it's a it's a lifestyle. Fitness, like clean skin, everything is interconnected. So your body is, sometimes your skin is reflecting what's going on in your body too. So everything comes and works in unison. So fitness is really important in flushing the toxins from the inside out. Clean diet is huge. And that's kind of what I try to radiate. So that's what I consume. Skincare is the same. So I think skincare, the ingredients you're using, if you're not going to be able to eat them, I wouldn't be putting them on my skin. Yeah. So let's talk about after high school. You went to you went to college, did some schooling. You didn't really enjoy it, right? You were surfing around that time. Yes. I was back and I had my stint, you know, found clean skincare routine, fitness. I was kind of getting things a little bit. I wanted to enjoy it. I was in college. Uh, I was a little party boy. I'm not going to lie. You know, went surfing a lot and went down that path for a little while and then got my philosophy degree from Cal State Fullerton. Those were some really fun years, and we had to made some great friends. Uh, some, a lot of them, who I still talk to. And during that time, also, I got to get some great 
management experience from my managers at the time, Randy, Dewey, and Bjorn. I was at Quicksilver, right? A, re- a retail spot? It was Quicksilver, yeah. downtown Disney. So that's college. Yeah, that's college. Now, now where's, where's your uncle's distri- distribution uh, okay, company? So, when did you start there? So I started there after col- like at college last year or so. I'm wrapping up my bachelor's degree at uh, Cal State Fullerton. So I was a philosophy major wrapping that up. My uncle's got a business. He's been, he was in distribution industry for a while. I think Distributing everything, right? I mean, anything you guys can kind of make money on or is it food? It was a lot of Hispanic goods. It was like Hispanic groceries, uh, non-perishable goods. We had a 100,000 square foot warehouse in Ontario. Uh, When I started there. What made you start there? What made me start there was, you know as a family business i think there's certain pride that we always have when it comes to family business i think you could relate to that as well i was coming out of college you know he didn't really have anyone there to help him out at the time either it kind of aligned so i went in there and it was uh i'm glad i did it was a really good experience it was on the re- job training on I mean, yeah on the job training, I, can, I mean, I do everything from drive a forklift to like do payroll. Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally in that those 13 years learned a lot about the business, made some really incredible friends there too. Some, a lot of which I still talk to. And you built the company while you were there as well, right? I mean, you built somewhat of a team plus, plus the company a bit. So I started there... I'd say I worked there for 13 years. I was like 22 when I started. So when we started, we had 20 employees, I want to say. And then when I left, we had a team of like 70. Nice. So I wouldn't say I built that myself because I don't think anyone could build anything by themselves. We had an incredible team, a lot of which I had the opportunity to get very close to and spent a lot of great years with and fruitful years you know like when i got there we were at this one stage and we evolved as a business all the way until i left and became kind of like this big thing and i'm proud to say that i was part of that team i'm really proud to say i was part of that team you were there for 13 years right yeah 13 years and so the big decision life-changing decision was when you made a trip to armenia right yeah i Tell had us about um, that. I was in Armenia. It was my second time there. My first time was during the summer. So I went in the summer with family to Armenia and then I decided I wanted to go back for my birthday. So I went back for my birthday and it was an amazing trip. And I remember I was at Garni Temple and something washed over me when I was there and I just, it's time. It's time for you to just do what you need to do. Take on your gaffer and child. Because at the time, you were with the distribution company, your uncle's company. Yeah, I was working with, with, you know, I was at this company and it was was a great company to be a part of. Uh, It was a great company to work for and with. I did everything there. I mean, internal operations, nothing was off limits. I was literally into everything by the time I left. So as far as like that operational experience I gained while I was there is priceless. But you started Gaffer and Child while you were with them. Yeah, I started Gaffer and Child back in, at the end of 2014, the vision had already started. So I started it when I started Gaffer and Child, like no one even knew. I was actually kind of like shy to share it with anybody, to be honest. You know, there's a stigma that goes with like being an Armenian man and it's kind of like that machismo thing. And like with my skincare stuff, I was never really too 
that was another part of me that I was kind of ashamed of growing up was the fact that like, yeah, I always had my little lotions and potions and like, but I like to feel fresh. Like, what can I say? It made me feel good. And I know a lot of times like till today, you know, whenever I'm not feeling good, it's when I'm off my routine. And one of the most basic routines is just getting up in the morning and washing your face. And you would not believe what a big difference that makes not just in cleanliness, but that actual ritual of like showing up for yourself and nourishing yourself and taking care of yourself every morning. So your time with Gaffer to your uncle's company, now you made that trip to Armenia, you had that moment with yourself, yeah, and you kind of told yourself, this is it, I'm going 100% with Gaffer and Child. What happened was the prior year, I was kind of having a tough time balancing and splitting my time between two. Took a lot of hits on Gaffer that year as well. When I was at the temple, something just came over me where it was like, dude, you just gotta go. You just gotta go do your thing. This is what you need to share with people. And this is what you need to focus on 100%. And I just felt I wasn't completely, I don't know. You know, I worked for the family business for 13 years. So the way I look at it really is, I fucking helped build that business. Like I helped just like everyone else on that team helped. I could have even helped maybe a little bit more than a normal person would because I'm family, you know, because we always do. I paid my familial obligations. More than than you probably could have. Yeah, I mean, like, so as far as like that situation goes, like I'm not trying to throw dirt on anyone or anything else. I was there. My time at Garni Temple, it was like, you know, it's time for you to go and focus on your business i mean it was kind of funny when i left the business you know i went told my uncle hey you know just can't do this anymore like there's nothing really keeping me here as far as future plans for me at this business i have this other business on the side that like i took a hit on last year and i need to focus Mm -hmm. on and take care of and i told him like i could stick around and help with the transition whatever he didn't he was like you could leave whenever which i know is kind of sound kind of dry too but in his defense you know like my uncle's a good guy and he's real sensitive i'm not gonna take it personal he wanted to be short about it i get it i love him anyways and instead instead of peeling that band-aid back really yeah. slow just peel the band-aid back and let's yeah. go it's it is what it is yeah you made then, your decision you've you're you know it's time to go and do your thing were you yeah. ever timid or worried about having that conversation with him i was i was always worried I was always worried about, I mean, like, I didn't want to let anyone down. And then when I was at that temple, I was just kind of, bro, you did what you needed to do here. And it's time for the next chapter in your life. And you just need to go. And then honestly, like, it was probably better off. It didn't like, it was like that day was my last day. Because for me, even that day was hard to leave. It's hard to leave the people you grew up with, too, because all my coworkers were like family. Yeah. Did you tell anybody before you had that conversation with your uncle that you're going to have that conversation? I had no idea. It happened very quickly. I literally, like, on the way home from Armenia, like, I already knew it was going to happen. And then between the time, you know how it is when you're working, we don't take one extra day from our vacations. Right after the vacation's over, you're back at the office as fast as you could be. So literally, like, I land next day, I'm at work, and... Boom, I dropped it and that was it. And then I just went full force and I'm doing the skincare and that was it. I just never turned back around. I hope you've been enjoying the story of Grigor Madikians and the journey of Gaffer and Child. I'm here to remind you to please subscribe, rate, and comment to the podcast and tell your friends as it would be much appreciated. 
Now we're going to get back to the podcast and talk about the tough times Grigor had with a specific supplier at the beginning stages of his company, in which they literally shut the doors on him. We also talk more on the journey of Gaffer and Child. Also, towards the end of the show, Grigor provides us with a very generous promo code. Enjoy. So now you're on, now you're Gaffer and Child 100%. Yeah. And you have any early struggles? It's always been struggles. I mean, from day one. One thing I want to tell people too is, you know, when you're starting a business, make sure you love what you do because it's going to drive you nuts. So you got to make sure you love it. And there's a reason why you started. We started with struggles. I had um, a producer I was working with for a really long time and we knew each other really well. They kind of disappeared on me out of nowhere. Mm. A supplier that was going to make your product? Well, they were making my product. It was my formula. They were making my product. Like, regularly, we knew each other. We were like family. Was it a down payment or a full payment? Or Yeah, I paid everything in full in good faith. Been with each other for years. I mean, they were like family. You don't think anything's going to happen. And until that payment, till when they shut the doors? I mean, they were dragging their feet on, on production. And then, like, we were working on stuff and things were moving. And they sent me, like, the first half. And then they just took off with the rest mm. to the money and i never we never fulfilled the orders and i lost i lost a lot in that year in like materials and everything else and it was hard balancing being at both places that's why i just had to go after one yeah. full force uh, talk about the skincare line now what how many SKUs do you have currently we have five SKUs right now currently just launched in bristol farm so we're really pumped on that we're gonna be we're We've done a lot with the Erewhon market on the west side. We're in all their stores, uh, their organic market right now, all their members. It's just a fun industry to be a part of. You have before and after pictures from uh, clients? Uh, I do. I have some videos that literally, we got to get some more. I'm working on a website update, refresh, coming out with a rebranding. So we're getting a refresh too, but... You know, there's a girl out of the Midwest, uh, Midwest Jess, and you guys got to check her out. Midwest Yoga Jess, a personal friend of ours. She's on Instagram. You could check her out. She's got a video. Just check out the video. So I have that. I was telling you I do specialty serums now like microblends. Mm-hmm. So she has a serum that I did with a coffee extract in it. She, it's a tightening and brightening formulation, and she puts it on, and you just see her face is glowing like it's magic. Your product, um, your product's all being made in U.S., right? Yeah, all handmade in U.S., small batches. So in, in Utah, I believe. Utah. So my larger productions are based out of Utah. We do everything the old-fashioned way. Where do you see Gaffer and Child in five to ten years? National, international. You're, you're doing stuff with Japan, right? Yeah. So we just started exporting to Japan this year. Been in like national distributor meetings already for this year, planning on things and checking out our options and seeing how we're going to grow. What about that text that you got from that A-list actor that goes to the same hair salon that you do, right? Yeah. So, okay. So the story is uh, my buddy who's in the industry, Sal, Sal Salcido. So he sends me a text and he's, hey, dude, I was cutting so-and-so's hair. And like, I don't know, probably can't really say their name out. Until he gives you a shout out on social media, we'll have to keep it low key. Well, I don't, you know, I want to respect people's confidentiality and stuff. But like, for for me, all I could say is in that moment, you know, Sal called me and he told me that so-and-so really liked my hair pomade. And the so-and-so is like an A++++. Well, the guy's like, let's put it this way. Growing up, 
the dude was like my man crush. So is this an I made it moment for you? Yeah, for me, it's like I could die happy now. Like, I don't care about money or whatever. I'm like, he's, he's using so sick, my hair dude. pomade. I'm like. And he this. sent Sal a text saying, hey, what'd you use for my hair to keep it back? Quote, um, yeah. I love. Yeah. You, you created yeah. a monster. You created a monster. <laughs> yeah, I was telling you. So you sent him three bottles, right? I sent him, well, he bought three more for me, yeah. Yeah, so sick, dude. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. That is an I made it moment. Yeah. So if this dude who's got incredible hair is using your stuff, I think that's a pretty good sign of the quality of your product. Yeah, we have a good quality product. It's all organic, all plant-based. It's I used it this hair. morning, by the way. You did? Yeah, yeah. It's in here right now. What do you think? I love it because I can I can move it around throughout the day. Yes. Yeah, and I and I can put my hand through it all the time. And because stuff I usually use, I can't. It's kind of hard, you know. Mm. And I know it's not good for my for my hair. So I, I like that I can go through it, you know, throughout the day and move it around. Yeah. Your your serum makes me excited and happy. Oh. Um, this is a research and development co- conversation I'm gonna have with you. Yeah. This is this is full on, hundred percent truthful. No, nothing is bullshit. Yeah. Your face wash I enjoy. I like a lot. I love the fact that it's a spray now. It used to be a um, a dropper. A dropper. I didn't like that. Yeah. I like the spray better because it's, it's like easier. an applicator. Yeah. Yeah, because it's an applicator. So you yeah. just put in your put in your hand and go and go to town. Yeah. The serum I don't mind it being a drop because you're using a little bit less and and it's easier to use i don't shave with a razor so i haven't used the the, the, the shaving, shave butter the shave butter yet okay uh so i don't know about that the serum and the scrub yeah dude the scrub you is, like the scrub is real life yeah. okay so we have a promo code on your website gaffer and child yeah.com yeah a big one it's yeah. miked up pod and you're gonna get 33 percent let's go yeah <laughs> christmas time everything shopping your yeah. stuff is really good, man. And Thank you, brother. I'm extremely happy for you, your journey, your life, your family, everything about it. The bulliness, I, I, I hate. I can't stand it. I hate it being ha- happening today. You know, you see it now. It's ugly. You went through it, but I think a, we a positive all have, came out of it. Yeah, I think you know, you know what came out of it is. I think we all have faced some sort of adversity, and then we come from like, you know, our grandparents. <laughs> yeah you know talk about adversity bullying isn't i mean i don't want to put anything but you know our grandparents went through world war ii and there were immigrants coming to this country so you know we were born with some pretty thick skin but yeah bullying is a is a real deal and it's happening a lot and it's happening in ways today that are even maybe more traumatic to kids than even what i went through growing up but it makes me happy to be part of you know process where people could really focus on self-love. You know, if you're solid and you're taking care of yourself, if you just, you know, I know some days could be tough, but if you just wake up and wash your face, yeah, you're on your way. Yeah, things will be a lot better. I know, I'm telling you, man. Like, it makes a that, difference. It really does. You feel fresh. You feel yeah. good. And I think you feel good, you're going to perform good. Yeah. Or better than you were prior and that's 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 actually you know that was my thing that was my hope for people using the line i wanted to give them the highest grade organic ingredients because they're incorporating this into their morning ritual and i want to see people shining through the day and i want to be the reason to make them shine you know what i mean and i don't want to give them makeup to do that i just want to say look you're beautiful 
you know, here are natural products that are just going to like complement your natural beauty and, and incorporate this into your ritual and send you off shining through the day. I love it, man. Yeah. So if they can't get in the markets that you're at, it's gafferandchild.com. I'd go there. I'd go to yeah. gafferandchild.com, put in the, put in the mic'd up pod yeah. uh, promo code and get freaking 33% off. 33% off. That's no joke. 33% off. I'm yeah. using that code, by the way. Just okay. FYI, once okay. I'm, I'm done with your product. Okay? <laughs> Is that okay? That's totally cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. Dude, this was amazing. Yeah. Thanks for making the time. Thanks for having me. You know, I changed the platform of this podcast from sports to stories just like this. Struggles in the beginning. Grigor's struggles had to do with him getting bullied about his weight, then his acne issues. Then today, success from his struggles. I changed the format for all of us to relate, for us to grow, to be better people. Grigor today is a better person because he took his insecurities to winning every day or at least battling every day, but most importantly, doing something he's passionate about. We wish him the very best success for several years to come. You got to take advantage of that promo code, by the way. It's miked up pod on gafferandchild.com. 33% off. Perfect timing for holiday shopping. By the way, I'm always looking for guests on the show. If you know of anybody who you think would be a good guest, who has a great story, please contact me on my social media, Miked Up Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Please also follow, rate, subscribe to my podcast on Apple and Spotify. Thank you for making me a part of your day. It's much appreciated. Until next time, folks, no wasted days. Let's go.